Raising Unicorns. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Raising Unicorns. I have with me today the amazing, the cheerful, the hilarious, the charming, the brilliant Shay McCombs. And we've got Shane, who owns the coolest home theater I've ever been at. Oh my gosh, that's what you went with? <laughs> but we've got some great headlines. Marketing headlines. It's time for the marketing headlines. Um, so first off, Snoop Dogg is in the house. Snoop Dogg. Okay, you may Dally know him Dogg. from... Uh, his rap career. His rap career. His friendship with Martha Stewart. His previous ads with... Corona. Corona, Bic lighters, and he did one other one that I can't remember. Or, today's gonna be a fantastic day. You know that? <laughs> his affirmations? No. So, Snoop Dogg uh, collaborated with Grubhub to come out with a new ad. It's a bop and a half. It'll make you tap your little toes to the rhythm. <laughs> Shane watched it yesterday. Yep. What and do you what do you remember from it? I mean, it's big. It was like crazy big. Like big this, budget. So I've done a bunch of big budget ads over my time at agencies, and like we've done some like like research into like some celebrity endorsement and stuff, and worked some pretty big influencers over the time. And there's no way that ad was less than a million, and it would be up to upwards of like a million and a half. Like it's a big campaign. It's a big swing. It right. looked like it could be a Super Bowl ad. And we're talking about how that's a big move because food delivery purchases are down by 17% compared to last year at the same time period. Not surprising. Not surprising. Because it costs a billion dollars. It, and that's not an exaggeration. It's you literally have to be billionaire. <laughs> no, but it's it's crazy. I I like like it's it's nuts to me how expensive it is. Right. But now it's definitely like they've priced it into almost like a luxury good. It feels like right. so expensive. Right. Which is kind of cool that this ad that they just released is kind of positioning themselves as like you know if you get Grubhub that's a baller move. And you and then you had mentioned to me Shay that like this thing they put it out on TikTok and it got like zero love got picked up by like yeah. nothing on snoop dogg's personal account which i think he has a million followers it got six thousand likes which is like decent if if that's something where you're posting multiple times and getting that engagement regularly yeah but for one post i wouldn't say that's you know a huge splash yeah. right and then uh, on grubhub's account it got uh, a little over a thousand views and 50 likes that's as of yesterday so nuts. Which is crazy. Right. Like if they were hoping for an organic pop out of that and they didn't have any paid media strategy behind it. Right. You, like whoever like approved that is getting fired. And I think it had 72K views on YouTube, <laughs> which again is like not Dude, a that's, crazy that's amount. Nothing. I actually, oh, that makes me sick. I know. But what's shocking is that i thought it was a great ad oh I, it's very entertaining the music is catchy like you should you guys should look it up like it's snoop dogg like throwing down like a, a good beat and like a good line like right. it's kind of clever and kind of kitschy it's kind of like the classic snoop dogg like just cleverness you they know they have an animated pizza who doesn't want to chill with a pizza an especially animated one <laughs> that talks like if it was a real life one i'd be like the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I want to hang that thing. But if, so, but if it's like an animated like pizza, not yeah. a real life one, I'm like, I am in. I'm in. This Let's... guy's sweet. My friend told me that content is king, but distribution is King Kong. Okay. So oh, oh, King Kong. Even if you have really Which good dies, content. she dies, by the way. Spoiler. Okay. Then maybe this won't work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Because I mean, like, 
Like content is king, but if you don't have the audience, you don't have right. the reach, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, and so, and it's interesting, he says, I think it's an interesting way to like think about it because TikTok's algorithm controls the distribution. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's like, like Mr. Beast has millions of subscribers, but it's also like the algorithm. He's still like at the, there's, there's some effect from subscribers, probably heavier on YouTube than on TikTok by far. Yeah. But like, he's still at the mercy of that like distribution engine. And luckily he's making stuff that like gets a bajillion views like 200 million views minimum on every video he does but like it's true it's like because you have to have the distribution and when you are at the mercy of an algorithm you don't have guaranteed distribution yeah and you have to be willing to throw a ton of stuff lots of content lots right. of individual pieces absolutely and so I, I it'll be interesting to see if they like elaborate on this campaign with snoop dogg which i think would be fun because i think snoop dogg's a great spokesperson for grubhub I, I think i mentioned this when we were talking about this before is like if Snoop would have done this exact same thing with Grubhub and they wouldn't have, they would have taken out all the production stuff and they just would have done that around his house or even if they would have had some production stuff where he was at like a friend's house or at the beach or at a bar, you know, or, or like all these like places or a hot tub or whatever, he should have done it on his phone but yeah. still like had a good track going with it. Yeah. Or some part of me that thinks like that probably would have actually done better. Do more what? Yeah. Or if that song for Grubhub played like at a club and Snoop Dogg was lip syncing to it or something where it felt like more of a TikTok natural environment. Yeah. Then, yeah. And if he did a series of those videos, yep. I wonder if it would pop off more. Yeah. Like, I don't even know that what they created was the wrong choice. I just think they needed to do more yeah. with it if the, if that was their plan. Yeah, which is really interesting because like you can't afford like a lot of times you can't have a contract where, like hey hey yeah. giant like a lister celebrity sure can you make four hundred TikToks yeah. for us to make this pay out? Yeah. He's like yeah I'll give you two days of filming. <laughs> you know, right, for and half that's a it. Bill. Is that cool with you? Right, you know, and so I think it's like it's interesting. That thing that's why like content or content creators are actually so valuable because they're like two hundred pieces. Sure. Right. I'll do it. Totally. Because you know, I'm a machine. Right. Which is also what makes me wonder if uh, part of the, what they were thinking is what you talked about, Shane, of trying to place their brand as like a bougie or a brand. And if mm -hmm. that was their goal rather than to convert yeah, people. Dan is not bougie. <laughs> I mean, he's no Snoop Dogg. He's no Snoop Dogg. But this kind of leads into uh, another uh, celebrity collaboration. Let's do it. So Sweet Green is a salad place. They want their their plan is to be the Starbucks of salad. Great tagline. Yeah, maybe they already are. I don't want to say it's their plan. They might be there. They aspire to be. I I see their stuff all the time. I, uh -huh. I see people talking about. Them Even though all they're the not time. in Utah. Even though they're not in Utah, I'm so jealous. It's like quick grab a salad, but they're also farm to table, so just hits on a lot of things that I think people are looking for. Uh -huh. Like, hasn't everyone like been like, gee, I wish healthy food was like fast food, right? And like, didn't taste bad. <laughs> yeah, right. And didn't make me want to throw up. I wish salad tastes like a burger. <laughs> And that's a whole nother problem. I hope somebody fixes. Yeah. <laughs> I want Shane's that. like, I hope, I hope I can be vegetarian one day. And vegetarian meals taste like hamburgers. Yeah. Can we make lettuce taste like cheeseburgers? Anyway, okay. back in Sweet Green. She did a collaboration with who? 
They did a collaboration with Renee Rapp. She's a um, she's a musical artist that people really love. Popping off. She has a rabid fan base. So she did a really cool collaboration, um, but it, it's pretty different from a lot of collaborations that you see because a lot of the time it's just straight to camera, like product footage, or it's just someone holding talking an to iPhone, camera, yeah. holding an iPhone. It feels very Never homemade. So there's a lot of UGC content out there. Uh, sometimes it looks similar to the TikTok videos they produce themselves. Like if it's mm -hmm. comedy, they have comedy ads or yeah. whatever. But uh, they went a different route and they kind of elevated their collaboration and they uh, released these photos of Renee Rapp, like kind of Vogue style, mm -hmm. where there's one where she's sipping from a huge thing of cashew uh, dressing, which she said before online that that's her favorite dressing. She's like, I would drink a giant vat out of it. <laughs> Yeah. And Sweet Greens is like, duh. You know her so well, Shane. You're always like, I think that's literally what she said. There's one where she's wearing a bag, a doggy bag from Sweet Green as a dress, or she's wearing a receipt as a dress. Yeah, it's like very Vogue, high, very, very high yeah, fashion. Yeah, high fashion. Like, They're making it sexy, sexy salad. Yeah, there's one, the receipt one, I was like, I was like thinking like, man, like CVS should jump on that. Yes. And just be like, and then have her be like super tiny in the photo and the receipt's like 400 Yes, and make a, uh, a parody off of an ad. An ad of a parody of an ad is so funny to like me. Like getting so meta. <laughs> so uh, that did really well. Like yeah. people really responded well to it, especially because um, on TikTok, people will tag brands on creators they love and they'll say, please work with this creator. Mm. If you find the right collaboration, not only will viewers like tolerate the ads that you make with They're them, like They'll be thrilled. Yeah. yeah, they want to see you guys work together and um, and they want to be a part of that. They want to purchase that. And it's it's also something too where like the Snoop Dogg is an example, just a contrast of that. Like yeah. there's some, like Snoop Dogg's been around for a billion years, literally. The guy's 51 and he's still crushing it with Martha Stewart making stuff together, yes. right? So we love them. But like there is this weird thing with like TikTok and creators because like a lot of times if they do it right and they're a nice likable personality, you kind of feel like, oh, they're one of us who just lives a normal life. And then like there's always the ones like the influencers like live in these gigantic their content creators live in these crazy mansions they're like okay you're not one of us but you make funny stuff yeah but like most of the time like there are people that are like you just find super entertaining and live an average life but like you kind of root for um i think what's exciting to me about that is it's still a very high level uh -huh. high budget campaign that they invested in and they got really creative with it and mm -hmm. people absolutely went bananas and so i think for brands who sometimes feel like their creativity is like squelched by tiktok i know sometimes brands are like oh it's so boring so i just have to follow trends i just have to do the dance or like it has everything has to look terrible yeah because that's like that's a big concern for brands like like, you know, something like Patagonia or Lululemon doesn't right. want to look like chintzy. Yeah. You know, they're very high-end premium products. Totally. And so I thought this was a really fresh way, a fresh and creative way of elevating their brand on in a way that resonated with TikTok because the people who love Sweet Green and Renee Rapp are largely the same audience and they're also all on TikTok. So yeah. they chose, that they really just, all of the... They uh, checked all the boxes. Yeah. And, and it really ended up being a great campaign, I thought. And I think it's, it's also an interesting contrast against the Snoop Dogg campaign because Snoop Dogg is a big ad and it's a big like it's a big flashy thing. But there's some elements that we've seen this before, whether it's like a big musical number sure. or it's like high production value or crazy like sets and stuff like that's been done before. And I think that the novelty of her like doing 
like a Vogue fashion thing in almost like a cheeky, self-aware way of like, yeah. I'm wearing a takeout bag. Yeah. I'm wearing a receipt. I'm drinking <laughs> a giant vat of this dressing. Yeah. Like it's very, it's just breaking the pattern. Yeah. And I think because it's high end, like doesn't disqualify it from being like something that can be shared or really liked or responded to well on TikTok. Yeah. It's all about freshness of content, which is hard because there is so much. It's I think it's getting tougher to be original yeah. in that sense. But it's definitely it's definitely possible. And I, I think you said it perfectly, Shay, that they also figured out where the audience was and the, and how to like style it right to where it like ch checked all those boxes. And that's what allowed it to go big. Yeah. So it's what moral of the story is there. You can be original with high high like, you know, polished content yeah you just have to really be smart with your strategy which is you know it's tough it's hard it's hard <laughs> yeah. it's hard you we can't just it. like throw stuff out there okay you ready for the final yeah okay street fighter 6 classic game that classic. i've obviously played we've both played games i have <laughs> I don't know why my my watch has started to work out. Maybe it's because I'm being so animated over here. No, Shane actually knows this game. Uh, it's bigger than Mortal Kombat, yeah, which feels it's, like a big it's the OG. flex. Yeah. It's the OG. Uh, they partnered with KFC to create a Colonel Sanders fighter. Yep. And we were a little disappointed in the design. He looks nothing like Colonel Sanders. He doesn't have a bow tie. No. He doesn't have the little, like, chin or like the goatee they modernized him. he like he's just like a like swole guy that like is wearing like like these like colonial loafers <laughs> yeah that's like the one thing that they stuck with they're like we can't skimp on the shoes dude. the shoes have to be loafers <laughs> it's like let's ditch the outfit but yeah yeah or anything that makes him look like it but i love the idea of this campaign yes. in so many ways because i feel like yeah. i think taco bell's done a great job of tapping into like gaming culture oh yeah and kfc has kind of missed that like transition mm. because they are all about like xbox like collaborations and stuff like that where they have all these gaming integrations into taco bell seems like mountain dew's done a great job oh, and that's yeah. partly i think why everyone makes a joke about like the gamer like drinking Mountain Dew is because yeah. the like Mountain Dew is fully like yeah okay sure we'll be the gamer like drink of choice you know what I mean so we got a lot cool. of caffeine but like this is also like I think them being like we're not taking ourselves too seriously it's kind of cheeky with their own brand and he's kind of like this giant jacked swole guy yeah which again if they brought like back the the goatee and like the mustache and the bow tie thing I think it would have been amazing right it's weird because I think there's this generational gap between older people who are like I expect brands to behave in a certain way and mm -hmm. when they don't I don't like it yeah and I think younger generation of people like they like it when brands are a little bit more playful yeah right? and they don't want to be like they don't want to be too stuffy or too serious Dude. you know most of the time they just want to be like i like these people because they get my humor and they're funny in twitter's heyday when all the brands were interacting and slamming each other oh, that was like amazing it was epic yes. because it really felt like there was a personality behind the brand and like, yeah. like these stories that they were dealing with totally. and i think like people miss that honestly like brands not taking themselves too seriously can like if they do it right yeah they can have a huge advantage of like people being like man i just love these guys yeah you know and they're just, just they're funny yeah and finding different ways to interact because what that also means is people in the comments can go crazy and say this is my meme this is my joke yes. here's what i thought and it opens up this whole dialogue where people really feel like they're involved and like part of the conversation yeah right? and they feel like oh maybe they might like respond to me and maybe the response will be funny as opposed to like some brands where it's like 
uh, hey, uh, Spirit Airlines, like, why'd you do this? And then Spirit Airlines, if they're like, oh, we're sorry, please contact customer service. Like, that's so different from a personality responding with a joke. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for joining us on Marketing Headlines with Shay, who is as eloquent as ever. Until next time, have a good one. See ya. See ya. Thank you for watching Raising Unicorns. Subscribe now.